serve cold But the wolves and the hawks never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running, the socks run the south The cubs run the north, but the bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans got their ears to the streets Any team make a move and they never skip a beat And in this house, this is where we be Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, welcome, welcome Welcome to Chicago. Coming from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah! There it is. Episode <laughs> 63 is brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go get your official TCSF shirts now. Go get them. As always, I am Big Z and I'm here with my boy, the man, the myth, the legend, E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome in. If you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Go over there and click on support and you can be a subscriber for as low as 99 cents a month z what's up man how you doing how was your week action packed action packed i'm gonna go uh not chronological but the other one other way uh, uh backwards backwards yes that's the word <laughs> back to the future back to the future uh good uh first softball game in two years uh I'm in one piece, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, bowling as usual and uh, editing the show. And uh, let's see, what else did I do? Uh, a lot of networking, some birthday parties. Yeah. yeah just, and teaching, those, apparently. I, I do that for a living, apparently. <laughs> I mean, that's been a crazy uh, adventure just because a lot of kids have been pull, pulled out this past week. Oh yeah, that's for, true. For COVID, yeah, a lot yes, of kids he, have been pulled yeah. out. So yeah, there was a big, there was a big thing going on in CPS as well. Yeah, Lane Tech. Yeah, man. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm always maxed up and uh, wash my hands every single period in between classes all the time. It's just trying to stay safe, man. It's it's, it's almost impossible to deal with 600 kids and uh, try to stay safe. You know, the good thing is is that if you do get bored, you can always drink the hand sanitizer, and then it makes for a much more eventful afternoon. And then I don't have to go to work anymore. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week, man? Lots and lots of softball, um, you know, with the uh, with the two teams my daughter's playing on at the same time mm-hmm. for school and for uh, essentially the outside organization that we play with. So, uh, you know, just, just getting out there, grinding. I, I told her at the beginning of the, of the month, September is going to be busy. You're going to have... Uh, games. Uh, she has practice pretty much every day after school. That's not a game for school. And then we go. Uh, she gets like an hour uh, to relax, and we go back to uh, practice for the other team. So, you know, we're just out there busting our butts, uh, trying to make sure that uh, I don't hurt myself too much doing batting practice with the mm-hmm. kids. And uh, you know, but uh, yeah, look, they're they're. This is a 12U level. They're out there fighting. You know, uh, haven't been in school in two years almost, with a year and a half of. Uh, Right. Being off from COVID, so uh, a lot of activity for these kids, and then they get a little break until we do it again in the uh, in the spring. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's just a lot. We got a lot of cool stuff going on over at Stern Pinball. You know, uh, do you? Brand, oh, do brand, you? Brand new game that just uh, premiered. Uh, we just released the trailer. The Godzilla Pinball game is now uh, going to be their next game just announced, and it's really cool. We're going to have a cool uh, feature where you can actually uh, go up to the game and do connectivity so you can scan the game with your phone and play against people across the world that's coming soon so uh yeah it's gonna be really cool really exciting times over uh in my neck of the woods when are you getting a pinball machine (laughs) eventually it's coming man it's coming well there there is an nfl game that they came out with a few years ago uh where they actually had different back glasses um, and that's the display that you see in the back there um, and the artwork. So uh, the Bears were one of the teams that they – so basically they made one game, and then uh-huh. the four different teams, they just put different uh, themes and, and decals. So it's, it's pretty cool. But speaking of which, it is football season, and yes, fall is. is fast approaching. This is the last week of summer, and I know there's some of you out there looking for a, no, a new gig. So let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicago land area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fibers at home, 
or commercial structured cable wiring. ACSI is a proud partner of Comcast and RCN. Z, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on Careers to Apply Today. Go get you a job. That's right. This week, the Young Bucks doing big things for the Northsiders. The White Sox getting into some hot water with the favorite for AL MVP. Tony Kukoc makes the haul. And, of course, it's football season. We talk a little Chicago Bears football. We also talk about the Fighting Irish, uh, the Northwestern Wildcats, and uh, I guess the Fighting Illini a little bit. Uh, They're not fighting. They're not. (laughs) All right. Of course, we also have stirring the pot and much more. But first, this is the Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm Big Z and you're not. (laughs) All right. For today's stories. Oh, boy. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Story number one. Sheriff's deputies in Wisconsin responded to an unusual situation when multiple 911 callers reported a pair of loose zebras. I'm sorry. Zebra. Zebras. <laughs> zebras. Zebra. Walking down the middle of the road. The out out of gammy. Out of gammy? I was close. Yeah, why not? Uh, County Sheriff's Office said that two zebras were rounded up <laughs> after being spotted on a on a Seymour area road. David Hopped. I'll go with that. Uh, one of the 911 callers captured a video when he spotted two African e- equines. Equines, thank you, sir. Uh, walking down the middle of the road just outside the city. They were off in the distance. As I got closer, they looked like horses. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> Zebras and horses do not look alike. Yes, but from a distance, I would say so. Black and white. Yeah, from a distance. You can't tell what color it is. First of all, it says equine, and that's, you know, equestrian, just like the Olympics, and that's horseback riding. So, yeah, man, they're the same thing. Oh, look at that. He just is like a giraffe. Very, very smart there. Master of none, sir. Yeah, yeah, lots of useless knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, I've been happy, I've happened to be talking to somebody on my headset, and I'm like, um, I think I see a zebra. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he said zebra. And uh, they were like, no way. Like, Yahweh, for real. Like, oh, my God. Uh, I see a zebra. And I'm like, yeah, no, there's zebras. Uh, so he told the reporters, uh, the zebras appear to be friendly. And when he got out of the vehicle and guided them from the road to a nearby open field. What the hell is going on in Wisconsin? First, there was calves in in a, the backseat of a car at McDonald's. <laughs> now there's zebras running wild. Um. This is uh, very interesting because, you know, uh, those two things don't normally mix in Wisconsin, black and white. But, uh, oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're I would assume they had to have escaped from a zoo or something like that. Yeah, it's got to be from a zoo. I mean, someone left the door open or like we bought a zoo or, or, or maybe somebody was on a date. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Carol Baskin, where are you? Hey, so I hey, speaking yes. of her. I, actually, I think she just sold the Tiger King's estate. No. Yeah, and he's a, yeah. He, this you know what? I never watched that. Thing. No, you know what? It was you know what I didn't watch on Netflix was how, uh, how to make a murderer. I got about halfway through and I was like, all right, I'm done with these Wisconsin rednecks. And then, uh, <laughs> but this one with the Tiger King, I, I gave it a chance. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was funny. I, it took me a while, but I, I did give it a chance, and yeah. it was uh, it was wild. Nah, I didn't give it a chance. I thought that was just annoying. All right, moving on to story number two. <laughs> Hey, did you lose your charging cable? Uh, no, sir. My phone cable isn't long <laughs> enough for this next story. <laughs> and if, if you have kids in the car, maybe wait until they're out of the car for this one. There you go. A UK-based teenager had to go emergency penis surgery. Say what? Penis surgery. All right. After, after he somehow managed to insert a whole USB cable into his urethra. Oh, boy. The unnamed teen 
inserted the knotted USB wire, which, which looks to be a standard USA to B cable, into his urethra as part of sexual experimentation. The teen was taken to a local hospital after he began urinating blood, but the initial attempts to re retrieve the cable from his penis provide, prove, <laughs> proved to be unsuccessful because of the knot. When the teen was transferred to University College Hospital London, the end of the USB cable was protruding from the end of his penis. He later requested for further examination without his mother present. I at bet. Which, at which point he admitted that he inserted the cable to measure the length of his penis triggered by sexual curiosity. You know there's rulers, bro. Mm -mm. Due to the positioning, which was confirmed by x-rays, surgeons had to make an incision between his genitals and the anus to pull the cable out. The knotted cable was revealed in the proximal aspect of the penile urethra and cut from the remainder of the cord. Uh, the case report reads, the urethra is closed with... Blah, blah, blah. Okay, we can cut that. Um, his recovery was uneventful and he was discharged the following day with simple anesthesia and oral antibiotics. This is all per a case study in the incident provided by the medical journal Urology Case Reports via Science Direct. What? 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 Hey, first of all, it's Tide Pods. Y'all, some of y'all should never have phones. No internet, no phones. What the hell is wrong with you, boy? Like, you never heard of a ruler? And if you're the, if you're real confident, just get a tape measure. Damn, what is going on? I don't think there was any zebras around. <laughs> oh my god! Is so, that, is that really the metric system in the UK? <laughs> yeah, it's USB cables. Not, now it's not no uh, millimeters anymore. So this actually reminds me of a story. <laughs> of a 911 call. So let me play that for you because I know you're going to love this. Oh my God. There's a bottle of conditioner in me. What? My wife and I belong to a wholesale club and got a really big bottle of Mother Jeffrey's male hair conditioner. Say uh, what? We were in the shower and we put it in me and it went all the way in. Your wife put the bottle in, um, in my, um, in my, uh, my behind. We're going to send an ambulance. Can you wait? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are you all right? He's oh, way no, too calm. I was just a little surprised. I would be surprised, too. Hell yeah. Sorry, one second. Sweetie, can you please get the cat out of here? <laughs> the ambulance is about four minutes away. What, are you going to shove the cat up there? I think I'm going to see it. Is that bad? <laughs> hey, it came out. No, where's the cat? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so now you can't leave your USB cables anywhere, or uh, your your conditioning bottles what anywhere. Is well, I mean, you don't have to worry about conditioning; you don't have any hair. But <laughs> I mean, your wife's conditioner is like a little bit suspect now because you're like, no, this thanks. this smells no, a little funny. No, I'm not. Look, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that took a second. Hey, look, I'm not putting nothing up inside me. I'm sorry. That's oh we. Thank God for the internet. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's been a wild week of funny stories, but now we got to tame it down a little bit because one of our favorite comics, yep. one of the greats, one of the SNL staples, yep. one iconic staples of SNL has passed away, Norm MacDonald, whose iconic delivery of sharp and inclusive observations made him one of Saturday Night Live's most influential and beloved cast members, died this week after a nine year private battle with cancer mm. he was 61 mcdonald's death was announced by uh to deadline by his manager management firm brillstein entertainment the comedian's longtime producing partner and friend Lori joe hoekstra. hoekstra who was with him when he died said that mcdonald had been battling cancer for nearly a decade but was determined to keep his health struggles private away from family friends and uh fans so, I mean, uh, those who know me well know that I'm a gigantic SNL nerd. Yep. Uh, I mean, like, to the point where I have the board games and all the books and all that stuff. Um, yep. This this one hits pretty hard because Norm MacDonald was, was one of these guys that I think in later years, fan, younger fans don't really know who he is. But to me, he was, one of, he was just so funny at the update desk. Uh, some of his iconic characters, you know, and Celebrity Jeopardy. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, recently he actually had a show on Netflix called Norm McDonald Has a Show. Um, and, and he had, you know, David Spade on there. He had quite a few uh, different, I want to say Lauren was on the show mm -hmm. with him. And I don't know if, because Lauren doesn't do a lot of interviews. So I no. wonder if Lauren might have known saying, hey, I'm going to grant you this interview because I know what's going on with you type of thing. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, like this is one of my favorites. Deadpan guy just, you know. Uh, uh, 
controversial on the update show with all of his digs at OJ. That's why he got fired. You know, so I mean, uh, yeah, dirt, the movie Dirty Work, which I actually just watched not too long ago because it showed up on one of the streaming services. Um, yeah, man, I, I love Norm. I mean, I, I'm going to miss uh, hearing him and, and I'm going to miss that I don't get to see another season of his show, but uh, I'm going to cherish the uh, the fact that I can see his, his last few performances. So let me play one of uh, one of your favorites here. Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Hey, hey uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. Yeah, that's right. Turd Ferguson. It's a funny name. Great. Mr. Reynolds, unfortunately, you're in the lead, so we'll start with you. Yeah, I'll take the uh, condom thing for uh, 8000 <laughs> That's condiments. <laughs> For 400 Mr. Reynolds, it's still your board. Yeah, well, uh, why don't you give me, uh, <clears throat> why don't you give me eight tit for 200 <laughs> It's not eight tit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's, that's one of the classics. If you have not seen this uh, clip, please go to YouTube and watch it like 15 times because you're not going to regret it. You know, if I'm not mistaken, he actually brought that character back when they did the 40th uh, anniversary right. reunion special. Um, and just to bring it back, you know, one of my one of my favorites was when he came out with a giant hat as Burt Reynolds. And you got Will Ferrell, and he's like, uh, "What, what Mister Reynolds? What are you doing? Uh, it's a hat. Yeah, it's funny because it's big. You know, <laughs> like, it's it's just great." And, yeah. and he my, tried to have Burt Reynolds on the show. Yeah, and uh, they asked him like, "Why would you want Burt Reynolds?" And he's like, uh, "Well, because it's Burt Reynolds." And he's like, "Yeah, Burt Reynolds will punch you in the face." <laughs> <laughs> he's like. Yeah, you're probably right. You would punch me in the face. No, I mean Norm was Norm was the best. Just like I said, his delivery, um, you know, his deadpan look when he when he when he uh, really went for the uh, delivery of the joke was just you know, I, I I love Norm. I'm an SNL guy all the way through, so I'll, I'll definitely miss him, man. Yeah, yeah, he'd be one of, one of the greats. Very much missed. All right, y'all. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Two Chicago sports fans show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. All right, rolling for the loop. Coming back in three, two. Welcome back to the TCSF podcast with E Rock and Big Z. Yeah. This is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in the loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Z, what's going on at the house that Jordan built and the Chicago Bulls? Yo, E, the Chicago Bulls have another Hall of Famer to add to the collection. The Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame announced that the waiter, Tony Kukoc oh, of the Chicago Bulls, as an honorary uh, in its class of 2021 Sunday morning. Not only was Kukoc an integral member of the Chicago Bulls' second three-peat team, uh, winning six-man of the year in 1996, uh, he also enjoyed a, a decorated international career, winning three Euro League titles, a FIBA World Championship, and a Euro Basketball MVP. 
and a litany of other individual team honors. Mm-hmm. The Bulls selected Kukoc 29th overall in the 1990 NBA draft, but he joined the team in the 93-94 campaign after playing three additional seasons abroad. He currently occupies an advisory role with the organization. You know, the, the thing is, is that we think about Co- uh, Tony, uh, Tony Kukoc, uh, the way that he was in, introduced to the NBA fans and all of the uh uh, international fans really when we saw him face against the Jordan and the Dream Team in the uh, in the Olympics, right. and you know they actually talked down and like we don't need this guy, and he did basically what what almost every other Euro player does that gets selected and drafted in the NBA. Yeah, they stay they, there. They stay home for a couple years because half the time they're seventeen. They've been start they've been playing um, pro, pro ball since they were like 15, 16 years old. Right. But I mean, here's the thing about Tony Kukoc that's super underrated is that he was the first guy, really the first guy, that was a superstar. That Draz, was a superstar? Drazen Petrovic. That was a superstar? Dra- Petrovic was a superstar. Petrovic didn't have three titles. Right. So that's what I'm saying is that Tony Kukoc, because of his proximity to Jordan and because he had all the, the controversy, because, yes, he had Petrovic, but that was prior to that. What I'm, what I'm talking about is, yeah, you had the not the first guy, but who was the guy that really everyone started to follow? And that was Kukoc. Vladi too. Yeah, okay. Vladi too. Vladi, Vladi did not play with Jordan. You no. Let me tell you what. No. If it, this is this is what I think. If it wasn't for Kukoc, you don't have Dirk Nowitzki. No. You don't have Luca. You don't have Ginobili. You don't have Tony Parker. You don't have all these international superstars that are really taking over the league now because we're looking at the Euro players and they're coming in ready to play like at 19 years old. So that's the entire point of what I'm trying to get at. Stop fucking with me. The point that I'm getting to is that Petrovic earned two silver medals, a bronze at the Olympic Games. But we're, not, we're, not, we're talking about what turned NBA fan, because the NBA is constant. Olympics happens once every four years. Right. So you get, and was because a, of him being, being was, with Jordan, you get all that, you know, extra time with him. So you're, you're well, I, I get mean, that. I'm just it's don't, more exposure. Don't, don't knock down my boy Petrovic. I mean, he's awesome, man. Who cares about him? I'm talking about Tony, man. Shut the hell up. Tony, this one's for you, man. Yeah. All right. So let's listen to what Tony had to say in his Hall of Fame speech. Players, at this time, I would like to thank this gentleman here, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. For kicking my butt during the Olympics in Barcelona and then, <laughs> and then way motivating me to work even harder to become an important part of the Chicago Bulls. My sincere gratitude goes to Mr. Jerry Reinsdorf and the late Jerry Krause for insisting on bringing me to the Bulls and believing in me as a player when it wasn't common for non-American players to play in the NBA. Uh-huh. City of Chicago, thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. City of Chicago and its people have welcomed me and my family from the beginning, and I want to thank Bulls fans for their continued support. I had three unbelievable years winning the championships and playing for some great coaches, greatest coaches in basketball, Phil Jackson and late Tex Winter, mm. and practicing and learning from the greatest players, again, Hall of Famers, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Dennis Rodman, but the others as well. I always said that our practices at that time were harder than many games that we played. Very true. Also, I would like to mention other teams that I was a part of. Benetton Treviso, Philadelphia 76ers, Atlanta Hawks, and Milwaukee Bucks. I had a great time playing for these teams, and I want to thank them all. Many thanks. Thank you. Many thanks go to my agents. So I, I just got to say this. I uh, appreciate you, Mr. Tony Kukos, for backing me up and proving me once again that I am correct. And this is for you. Yeah, I got this one. Is why, this is you why. Really, you didn't watch the whole clip. He actually thanks Drazen Petrovic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I watched the whole clip. He thanks Drazen Petrovic for helping him and become I, a better player. And I thank Tony Kukos for bringing the Euro players to, to the United States and the NBA. Thank you very much. All righty, let's move forward. E, how about you start talking about them Chicago Bears? Bears, 
All right, the Bears move to 1-1 one one on the season and opening the home schedule with a 20-17 win over the Cincinnati Bengals. Andy Dalton exited the game before halftime with a knee injury, so we got our first real taste of what Justin Fields can do. Roquan Smith led the charge on defense and with a pick six to start three consecutive interceptions off of second-year quarterback Joe Burrow. Um, uh, look, we were... Excited to see the Bears go off to a good start to start the game because they uh-huh. typically, uh, the Matt Nagy teams start slow. They went down the field. They got their touchdown. Dalton looked okay. I didn't have a problem with what Dalton did at all. He looked really good today. You know, I'm going to say, okay, he looked good. So, yeah, and uh, we saw Montgomery pick, uh, pick up right where he left off last week in that Rams game, which we did not talk about and we don't need to talk about because we all saw that mess and, and we're going to move on from yes, that. Yes, sir. So, um what I want to tell y'all right now is that if you want to hear the rest of our Bears analysis, go over to Spotify. We got something new for you this season. We have bonus episodes of the show every week. It's our Bears postgame show available on Mondays after a Sunday Bears game. You can also watch the show live on Facebook immediately following Bears games. All right, let's move on to the Collegiate State. What is up with the Golden Domers? The Notre Dame Fighting Irish. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish took on their first Big Ten opponent, beating the Purdue Boilermakers 27-13 to last Saturday in South Bend. The game was a bit tight going into the fourth quarter, but uh, Notre Dame pulled away, putting up 10 points in the final frame to secure Brian Kelly's 105th wow. victory, tying the legendary Newt Rockney. Um I think a lot of fans, I actually saw a lot of fans crying that they still missed Ian Book from last season, but Jack Cohn did not look too bad. I mean, he, his completion percentage wasn't great. He was 15 for 31 for 223 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and Kyron Williams had 12 carries for 91 yards. Chris Tyree was in there, too, with 11 carries for 29 yards. So, I mean, like, we saw their running attack come back again. We know that Kyron Williams is going to be their lead back. But uh, Tyree was actually in the game, and he was talking about the influence that Williams did have over him, helping out, helping him out during the game. Um, one of the funniest things about this game, though, um, it, look, look, I'm glad that they won. But I want to give them the Petty Mayonnaise Award of the oh boy. week. Oh, boy. Because the Irish did not allow Purdue's giant-ass drum into the stadium. What? After being told that the world's largest drum would not be allowed to enter the playing field through Notre Dame Stadium home entrance, Purdue's All-American Band played its halftime performance without the drum for the first <laughs> time since 1979. Good drum your ass out of here, bro. So the uh, Notre Dame official told ESPN Friday that the university had not been contacted by Purdue requesting permission to bring the drum into the campus and was of the the belief that the drum would not be there at all. Yeah, I lost the email. I didn't see it. That's what happened. (laughs) I ain't opening that. The disagreement between the interstate schools is a result of Notre Dame's renovation of its stadium back in 2017, which added a visitor's tunnel for opposing teams and marching bands. Before then, the Fighting Irish and their opponents entered through just one tunnel, which created a logistical nightmare. I bet. So, hey, uh, this was this was funny as hell to me. There was a lot of... of uh, chatter around this actually really? saying that they're going to motor- motivate Purdue to play better and blah 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 well uh you know one of the commentators on the game beside mike Tirico was drew Brees, who is from purdue university so he was out there watching his team and announcing his team getting beat up by my beloved irish so i was enjoying that uh quite a bit and uh (laughs) look notre dame has a definite um uphill battle to go down at the the, i want to say the graphic that i saw during yesterday's uh game was that there's about five or six different teams uh-huh. who have a bye week or an off week the week before they play Notre Dame. So they've always got a target on the back. Wow. We'll see what they do. But uh, look, right now they're off to a 3-0 start. A lot of people don't believe in the Irish, even though they come off to these good starts, because they don't play these great teams. They're not in SEC, Alabama, you know, LSU, and, and Clemson, and these teams. But they they got to play who's in front of them and, and – Unfortunately, they're the ones that set the schedule, but we'll, we'll see where they go. That's one thing that really bothers me about the NCAA, especially with the football. Is just they get to set their own teams. Uh, as, as, as you can set, they can play Northeastern Illinois. Yes, they don't have a team. I know that. <laughs> they used to have a teams, and they would get paid go, to go to these schools and get slaughtered. And that's what happens here. Right. These little schools get paid to show up and get and get their ass kicked. 
because you know they'll get national exposure. But at the same time, it's not doing any team any benefit. No, it really isn't. And it, it well, you know, it, it, it's all about making money for the for the NCAA. It's about nothing about it. There's nothing else about it. See, the thing is, is that they've been playing. They, the Notre Dame hysterically plays a couple of games against the Big Ten. It's usually like Michigan or Michigan State. I want to say Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, so far it's not like they're playing nobodies. They started off against the Florida State Seminoles, which they beat uh, in overtime in that game that we talked about right. before. Uh, last week, Toledo, who no one pays attention like to them, I said, but they played Purdue this week, and next week in Soldier Field, they play number 18, Wisconsin. That should be a good game. So that's going to be a good game, and another tough game on October 2nd, they play the number 8 Cincinnati Bearcats. You know, So they're not playing scrubs right now. Look, I, I, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of the rest of their schedule. Uh, they also play Vir- in Virginia Tech against the Hokies. Uh, they're off on this Saturday, the Saturday, October 16th. Then they go over and uh, they go back home, play USC, one of their traditional rivals, uh, North Carolina, uh, Navy, Virginia, Georgia Tech, and they finish at Stanford. So this is not a, a slouch of a schedule. They're playing some big programs here, and Cincinnati's actually a pretty damn good team. So they definitely have their work cut out for them. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. What about the uh, other team, uh, the, the men in purple? Yeah. How about that? How about them? All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going to talk about uh, Go Cats. Uh, the Wildcats took a trip down to Durham last week to take on the Duke Blue Devils at Powerhouse Football School. Yep. Yeah, Duke scored three touchdowns in the first quarter and did all of its scoring in the first half, and then they held off Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern comeback to earn a thirty to twenty-three victory uh, last Saturday afternoon. Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald came out and said, "I would like to stop doing what losing teams do, which is losing. Losing. There you go. Uh, losing teams turn the ball over. Losing teams have self-inflicted wounds. Losing teams give up explosive plays. Losing teams." have communication issues. That's why you lose games. This is not hard. I'm not trying to discredit Duke, but we gift wrapped this game for them. Uh, that's, on, that's on Fitz. That whole thing, everything he just said there, it uh, falls on him. You can't pass the buck. You're the head coach. You're in charge of all these things here. Uh, yeah, that, that may be true, but he's not the one turning the ball over. You know what I mean? He's not giving up explosive plays. The problem is, is that you got to remember Northwestern is an academic school. Yeah. So the kids that show up there to play football, the, the really smart kids that want to play football are going to Stanford and they're going to like Harvard or they're, go- you know what I mean? Like Duke is, is probably a team on their level. And I think, I, I think just like anything Northwestern else. Northwestern is known for doctors. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and the, journalism, you know, yeah, they got, jur- like, those yeah. are the two big programs. Right. right. So, I mean, like that's not, it's, it's look, it's not like they're uh they're a powerhouse, but you know, Fitz got to figure it out. He ain't going nowhere. You know what I mean? So, does he really have that much to worry about? He just wants to win. I get it, man. Yeah. You, you know, we, we just, it's well, a this, bonus. This is like the first, like, bad turn of a season. Like, they've always had pretty good seasons. They have for the last few years at least. Right. All right, E, one last team on the docket. Um, What's up with the uh, Illinois <laughs> fighting Illini? Uh, Illinois won. They did? I don't fucking know. Fuck those guys. <laughs> they didn't win. Right. <laughs> they lost by three. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back up with three up and three down after a word from our sponsor. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. 
best of all, ACSI was awarded Hacia's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. Time to touch bases with our baseball teams. This is 3 Up and 3 Down. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three strikes, you're out. Yo, E, what's going on with the Cubbies? Patrick Wisdom crushed a three-run home run late in Sunday's game against the Brewers to give the Cubs a four-run lead. That was Patrick Wisdom's 27th home run of the season. He set the Cubs' new rookie record accomplished in 101 games. Wisdom tied the record last Tuesday against the Phillies, matching the 26 home runs Chris Bryant hit in his 2015 NL Rookie of the Year campaign in 151 games. Bryant actually offered the 30-year-old Wisdom early congratulations when he returned to Wrigley last week. Uh, And he says, when you break my record, congrats on everything. So that was pretty cool, Wisdom said. So, (laughs) hey, look. That's cool. It's pretty cool. cool. You know what I mean? I think Wisdom, isn't Wisdom older than Bryant? Right. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess that's kind of funny, man. Uh, But look, with the end of the season approaching, Cubs Uh fans can really only look to the future. And Cubs top prospect Brendan Davis put on a new uniform for the fourth time this season on Tuesday night because he keeps moving up in the organization. Uh, He was just brought up to the AAA level and he continues to shine. Uh, He made his AAA debut the 21-year-old outfielder homeward in each of his first two at-bats in the AAA Iowa's 8-1 8-1 win over Omaha. Davis did a solo shot on an 0-2 pitch in the second inning and then added a two-run blast on the 0-1 offering in the third. Each came off of right-hander Ronald Bolaños, the Royals' number 25 prospect. So, it's you know, he's actually playing against guys that are probably right on his right. level right now. Yeah. All right, we got a quick, quick clip here of some of the highlights for Davis. Do you look at yourself as hoping to be part of that next core? I do. The pitch. Crush. Deep to left. Blanco back. At the wall. Bye-bye, Brennan Davis. New level. No problem. Left pitch. Davis cranks one. Deep to left. He did it again. Two triple-A at-bats. Two homers for Brennan Davis. So he kind of looks like Eloy. Hey, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, he's 21 years old. He's an outfielder. They're going to need someone to pick up these slots because, like I said, they really don't know who they have at any position. I mean, I think we think Schwindel might be around for a while. Right. Second, your your, your boy, uh, Nikki Two Strikes, Madrigal, will there be playing go. second. Uh, um, wisdom. We got Wisdom at 30. How, how long he's going to stay. So, I mean, you know. So speaking of wisdom, he's a 30-year-old rookie. What do you expect out of him going forward in the next season? I, you know, I, I think this is a guy. You know what this guy reminds me of is Darwin Barney. Oh, who, boy. May, he, hey, he oh, made, boy. He, look, he made a name for himself. Mm-hmm. He was older than we thought he was when he was with the Cubs just because he looked like he was 12 when he was actually like oh, 27. I, I thought he was Cuban. I don't, you know. I'm 12. <laughs> I am 12. <laughs> um but yeah, so you know, this is a guy. I don't think you're going to get a long-term contract out of Wisdom. I think it's it's kind of a tricky situation because you don't. You, he's going to be here for probably a, like I would say maybe a couple more years, mm-hmm. and then he's going to end up being like a really important utility player for some team in the playoffs in three years, and it won't be the Cubs. No, you know, he'll be playing DH for the Orioles or something. Something weird like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So look. Uh, I, I'm glad that he's actually getting he's giving the fans something to watch when they go to the stadium because it's been slim pickings for for wins over there well, on the north side. They've been playing pretty well. I mean, him and Frank the Tank have been raking pretty much. Recently, when yeah, it, the when, past when, two it weeks. when it really doesn't matter, you know what I mean? But like when they when when they were shoved into the spotlight, you know, Wisdom's actually been playing pretty well all season. It's just crazy because the Cubs are putting up runs and still losing. They're putting up yes. seven to ten runs and still losing. Well, they, they got guys like Rex Brothers who looked er, good early, early, early in the season mm-hmm. and has just been bad. So, you know, don't forget they gave up one of the ways that the Cubs like 
to give up runs is late in the game. Yeah. You know, because their bullpen is depleted now that they gave away all their guys. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the three main guys that they got rid of, the biggest strength of their pitching staff to begin the season is now the weakest. Right. You got Chaffin's over there in the uh, Oakland. and Right. You got the uh, the crane over there with us. Yeah. <laughs> Doing what he does. Yeah. All right, Z, speaking of that, what's going on on the so site? White Sox. White Sox. Go, go, White Sox. Let's go, 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 White Sox. We're with you all away. The White Sox played the Los Angeles uh, Angels. Uh, last week, and the Angel star pitcher hitter, Mr. I'm going to be MVP. He's going to be MVP. I mean, Vla- the- Vlad is making a... He's, Vlad's going to hit like 50 home runs and not be MVP? Yeah, how many innings has Vlad pitched? It doesn't matter. It does. Most valuable player. Yes, you provide hitting and pitching. And, but, your but, your that, but your team sucks. But your team sucks. But That doesn't have anything to do with it. Yes, it does. It has, who's more valuable to the team? Some guy that What's can more hit valuable, wins or not winning? That's that's not only one player cannot control your wins. It's when not you hit baseball. fifty home runs, you control the winning. Yeah, you individually. You know how many years that that Sammy Sosa hit, and how many years did they win? A couple. Not that many. Not that many. A couple. But that's my point. Is that he? You can still be the MVP if you are the most valuable player mm-hmm. to your team. Tell me who's more valuable than a guy that can hit like crazy, and pitch, not just pitch, but pitch well. You know, you got the one guy that plays for uh, uh, Cincinnati, the big burly guy, and I don't even remember his damn name. He's just he, with Lorenzen, Michael Lorenzen. That's his name. Oh, okay. He's a big, giant guy that plays mostly outfield. He looks like a bodybuilder, and then he goes and pitches, and they was like, hey, you in the left, come and pitch. You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> this, you're talking about a guy that's dynamic on both ends. He's going to be the AL MVP. I don't care what you say. All right, so how long can I keep this up? It depends. I mean, it depends because he's he was He had, was hurt his first year. He was. He's already had soldier, shoulder surgery. surgery. Yep. But... Look, I, I don't want to think about how long he can do it. What I'm looking at is like Bo Jackson appreciating the fact that this is oh, no. an anomaly. No, no, this is the first time amazing. since Babe Ruth. Right. So, I mean, it's almost like, 100 years. How long can, is it sustainable? I don't know, man. I don't think it is. I, I, but, I, but I also look at guys like Deion Sanders who actually did two sports, and that's kind of what you're doing. You're just kind of doing it at the same time. Right. So, Shohei Altani was hit by a pitch as he batted during the game last Thursday night. Now, Two me- now, two members of the Chicago White Sox are paying the price. MLB on Saturday suspended Chicago manager TLR, Tony La Russa, and pitcher Mike Wright, alleging that Wright intentionally threw at Otani during the ninth inning in an Angels 93 win. There's nothing to gain by kidding Otani. Striking Otani in the in the calf. Jesus Christ. <laughs> La Russa said Thursday that he doubted Wright threw, uh, he threw at Otani on purpose. Last year's reigning MVP, you know, MVP, uh-huh. has been hit 19 times this season. No suspensions, no retaliation by the Sox, who, by the way, have the least amount of batters hit. Okay. So, so wait, you're going to go after the White Sox over this bullshit ass hit of this little pretty boy? Oh, don't hit the MVP. But the reigning MVP gets hit 19 times in a year and what, nothing happens. What led up to it? Nothing. Something, you know what I mean? Like, the White Sox don't do any retaliation. You've seen that. We've been saying, hit the, get the guy who hits you, and they don't do it. I mean, look, however we want to look Horseshit. at it, however we want to look at it, uh, it happened. Okay, so there's not much we can do about it now. No. Um, do I agree with it? Not necessarily. I mean, like if you're gonna, if there, if there was a really a retaliation, then that's one. Thing, Otani had a had a horrible series against the Sox. That he didn't have any hits. Yeah. So why would you hit him and put him on base if you're losing 93? There's nothing right. to gain by it. You are absolutely correct on that. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Get me all hot and bothered. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you keep your conditioner away from me, sir. <laughs> all right, Caesar Hernandez. Oh, your charger. Is a, no, do not borrow my charger, sir. It's supposed to be the guy at second base with pop in his bat. He has an option for 2022, but no one knows if the Sox are going to use it. He's been a gold glove level defender, and that's pretty much appreciated, but that's all he's doing. Mm. Uh, when a ball's hit in his general direction, it's great. You know, he knows what to, what to do with it, makes the play. Unfortunately, that is it. That's all he's doing. We brought him here for his bat. We don't need defense on second base. We have Denny Mendek. We have Larry Garcia. We have names and names that can play second base on the defensive side. We needed a bat. We needed a pop. Because of all the injuries 
he's been a great offensive player for the Cleveland Guardians, but he hasn't done much for us. He's yeah, you think he had like 21 home runs for them. He's had like three or four for us. Uh, and he's he's really struggling here out at the plate. So I don't know what's going on with him. He is healthy, but you know, we have eight eight hitters out on our lineup that can really hit when they're healthy, when they're in the lineup. He needs to be that ninth guy at the bottom of the lineup that can turn the lineup over. See, I I, I kind of I, I get what you're saying that you want him to be a hitter. I, I get all that, but I, I don't think he has to be. I think when you get Eloy back and you get Lubob back, you don't need him to be a hitter. You're, if you can't, if Yasmani Grandal and your boy MVPito and Mancada and Anderson and Eloy and all these guys, mm-hmm. the big bats of the world, if they can't handle business and you need the this other, you know what I mean? Like you gonna tell me you don't have enough bats? You have plenty of bats. I get that you want him to hit, but guess what? You still brought in a Gold Glove second baseman to stop them balls from coming up the middle, and that's going to be very valuable come playoff time. Because I'll tell you what, look back to last playoffs, it was sloppy. It was sloppy. So it was, well, that was mismanaged by Renteria's pitching staff. But I'm staff. just saying, my, my point is that it was sloppy. He, you, this, you got, this, it's not like you brought this. It's not like when when the uh, uh-huh. uh, when the Cubs brought in uh, Castellanos. You know what I mean? Like where they absolutely just were not hitting. The White Sox are winning games. Yeah. They are playing well. You okay? You want this guy to hit? Everyone wants everyone to hit. But the fact that you brought in a Gold Glover at second base off of one of your division rivals. I'm not mad at that. I'm yes, not mad at that. Of course, we wanted to hit more, but I mean, I'm not mad at that. But it's like, e, when you go to the store and you get your Rocky Road, and then you know you get pistachio. I don't, I don't know about. Oh yeah, this French mm, vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop there it is. Yeah. yeah. See what I'm saying? You, you you went for something and you got something a little different, but you're okay with it, and that's that's where it's at right now. Like I just I I, I, want, I know what you're saying. I want you to appreciate the fact that you guys literally took a Gold Glove second baseman. From your big, one of your biggest division rivals for no nothing, for, for nothing, for nothing. You know what I mean? Like he ain't hurting no one to no. have that. And Magical was down. Yes, Magical, your second baseman to start the season is down. Right. So who can I replace him with? Okay, you can replace him with the guys that are utility players, or you can replace him with a Gold Glove caliber player who has won the award in the past. Right. So you got a Gold Glove. What Nicky Two Strike is not a Gold Glove second baseman. He's a serviceable not, not yet because we right, we he's have right to now. see what he's got but to I'm saying, into. Right. what we've seen of him he was just serviceable on the defensive yeah, side and I mean, with, but with on the sh- offensive side short amount of time. right but on the offensive side he was different he was you know he slapped right. the ball around so that's all I'm saying about that alright the White Sox have a wild week <laughs> with 8 games in 7 days against the Detroit Tigers Cleveland Guardians um, 5 of those games are against the Guardians they have 5 games in 4 days uh, against Cleveland the magic number is, I believe, three okay. to clinch. So it might happen in Detroit if they sweep Detroit. If not, expect it on Thursday, September 23rd against the Guardians. And that is a afternoon game. That's a doubleheader game. I'm sorry. Mm. That's a 12 o'clock and 5-10 game. So, I mean, that's great. We're going to clinch. They're going to clinch no matter what. That's great. Right. But your job right now should be to get all these guys in the lineup nice and healthy and get them into a nice and hot bothered lather so they can go after the second seed in the American League because if you're playing on the road against Houston you might get swept look I know we want them to get that number two seed and I think it, it's probably a good idea for them to go after it but you also want to make sure that your team is healthy going into the playoffs especially considering the fact that a lot of your key guys have spent significant time on the injured list Yasmani Grandal was out for a very extended period of time. Yep. Um, both Eloy and, uh, Lou, and Bob. Lou Bob. Um, you, Tim you, A. Who have had Tim Anderson injured as well. Most of your pitching staff has been injured as well. Right. Rodon so, still hasn't pitched. You know, right. You so, didn't pitch, pitch this weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? So th- this is the time, once you clinch that, maybe take your foot off the, the gas a little bit. Be confident in your abilities. But the, it's just like in hockey and NLB, it's the hottest team when it gets to the playoffs, that runs through everything. Yeah, okay, you can be hot all you want, but if you're injured, you can't play, period. The most important that's, ability that's is availability. That's exactly TA's words. You know what I mean? The but most that's important ability is availability, And TA, TA's been resting these guys. You know, Tim Anderson's playing every other day. So is Grandal. Yeah. So, so I mean, they're all getting their rest. So, you know, we're talking a little bit about some of these players that went down. Yeah. Let's talk about a player that replaced one of these players that went down. All right, who? Your boy, Yermin 
the Yerminator Mercedes made some noise this week. What do you say now? He's saying that he deserves to be on the major league roster. Now, let me ask you. Do you think he belongs on this roster right now? Where are you going to put him? There's nowhere to put him. You no. You so, no. No. You no. tell me, Sox fan. We have two DHs. Yeah. And yeah. we don't need a third. <laughs> sit, sit your ass down and go play on your, on your uh, Instagram quoting uh songs and people think you're you're missing uh, yeah bro and then you can't show up to work the next day like nothing happened bro get the fuck out of here bro. it's like it, well, it's funny because it's like if you quit on friday and then show up on monday right like, fuck you guys i quit it's 2 30 and you come back and you're like hey what's up guys I what do you mean i quit oh my gosh i must have mb <laughs> that wasn't me <laughs> That was my evil twin. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. That was my evil twin, Z-Rock. Yeah, Z-Rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, that dude can go fuck himself. Right now. That's how I feel about him. With a cable cord? I or mean, or a shampoo or bottle. A shampoo bottle. Pick, pick your poison, bro. <laughs> On that note, let's take a pause for the cause and hear a word from our sponsors. Oh, well, there's strikes two and three right there. You are absolutely correct on that. I think I'll perplex him with my slow ball. One, two, three, strikes, you're out. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. We all know that 2020 was no joke. And with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand-in-hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. Gone are the days of being transferred from one person to the next. At ACSI, they handle everything from start to finish. It's never been so easy to get internet service. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you'll be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out acsi.tech and click on careers to get started. That's acsi.tech and click on careers. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. Oh, you know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. Yo, E. You kind of uh, uh you kind of threw some uh, uh, wrench this week, and you brought a uh, a nice bag of chips to try. Yeah, tell so, us about it. So uh, we uh, usually when we do these, we already have well established foods, but this time we did it la- uh, a couple weeks ago with Gigantor when he brought in these chips. So I actually was at uh, Jewel, not the Jewels, the Jewel, Jewels, only one Jewel. Um, I went up there, and they actually had Frito Lay's regular chips. Right? Okay. Right, Lay's chips. Yeah. Cool Ranch flavor, like Doritos Cool Ranch flavor uh, on potato chips. It was their one, you know, one of their once in a while thing. Like, I got the, the bag of uh, the jerk ones, which were kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I bust these out, and they're yeah. sitting there, and, and we tried that. So, you tell me what you think. Uh, they kind of tasted like sour cream and chives, man. It didn't have that much flavor till the end. The last bit of flavor in your mouth, they get, you taste the Cool Ranch. They're okay. No, nah, it's not. I need a yay or nay. It's a nay. Definitely. It's a, nay. it's a nay. It's a nay. Okay. You know why you're wrong? Oh, here we go. You know why you're wrong? Why am I wrong? Because you just said it was just like sour cream and onion, which is the best 
but this is your chip. This is your, your argument. If someone's already flavor. made it, why do you it's need to make it? That is your argument. Flavor. We can pull up the tapes it's on that. That is your argument. Flavor. If someone's already made it, why is someone to make it again? That was your argument for the last chip. And that's fine. <laughs> oh, so you can't but turn it I'm around now. I liked it. I liked it. You said it, it tastes like sour cream onion chips, which to me is the best chip. So if it tastes like that, yeah, I'm going to like it. Well, the same thing as those. But this doesn't make it not good. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. It doesn't make it Just not good. Just because you like it doesn't mean it's good. That's right. See, oh, you boy. You see how no. I always find a way to win? <laughs> oh, if boy. I was the Chicago Bears, we'd have a Super Bowl every year, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but before we go, let me ask you this, yeah. sir. What you looking at? What are you watching that isn't sports? So I went back in time and... Uh, way back. Way back. 2004. <laughs> 2004, Whoa. baby. Uh, I started watching House again. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those shows you can throw on and not pay attention, but still pay attention. Uh, I like it because it's every medical mystery is a it's a it's a puzzle. It is a puzzle, and you learn some stuff on the way. And uh, what I've been looking at more lately is uh, how uh, Hugh Laurie, right, yeah. uh, Mr. House, he makes kind of like Norm Macdonald jokes, just straight face, just makes these comments. And I've been paying attention in the first season. The rest of the cast laughing in the background. I've caught three episodes where, uh, what's his name, Mike Epps, mm-hmm. and no, no, Mike, is it Mike Epps? Yeah, yeah it's Mike Epps, <laughs> it's and Mike uh, um, uh, Jesse Spencer, most known, more known for the uh, Chicago Fire series. Oh. Yeah, the Aussie. Other other terrible shows. It is not terrible. Okay, first of all, oh boy. Um, I wish I wish a house was on Sturdy Pot because that show sucks. It does not it suck. Sucks. You sucks. don't like smart shows. Hey, you know, oh, first of all, <laughs> first of all, the shows that I like are usually more cerebral, where other people are like, I don't understand what happened, so I don't like it, and I'm like, oh, I see what they did there, and this show sucks. I'm sorry, it was. I'm, hey, look at me. I got a cane and I'm a dickhead. Like, all right, cool. Like, and then they're like, the, all of the diseases on there were so like absurd and nothing. I was like, what do you mean this is absurd? Get the fuck out of here. This, get this fool and his cane. The hell it's out always of here. Wagner's. Ain't nobody trying to watch that mess. <laughs> I was on Netflix and I oh was boy. actually scolded because I uh, took so long to watch this, but I watched the entire series of clickbait on Netflix. All right. I, I just started this morning and no one told me about it, but I just saw it out there. It was like top 10. I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot. I'm halfway through the first episode. I'm very intrigued. And then I'm going to let you take away from here because you watched the whole thing, but don't give any spoilers. I'm not going to give you any spoilers. What I'll do is I'll give you this week yeah. to finish it. And if you Done. don't finish it, Done. I'm going to spoil the shit out of it next First week. of all, I'm not you 12 years later watching uh, Warwalk Empire. I watched it during the initial. You run. fell I asleep. No, I no, I watched it. I just never finished it. Right, you that's what it was. I, I didn't watch like the last season to see how it concluded. That's what it was. Mm. That's and, and you know that's because I did fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I fell asleep. laughs> but you know what else was really cool? I actually so just like you were saying for House, a show that you can turn on and don't have to pay attention to yep. because it's terrible. Oh, um, that's the reason boy. why. You, but guess what? Guess what happened at like four in the morning when I went to turn on the TV for for some background noise. Saved by the Bell is on Netflix, including the Miss Bliss season in the very beginning mm. and the college years and the Hawaii trip and uh, when they used to work at the resort. So I was happy as a pig and shit because that's all I used to watch <laughs> back in the day over and over because that's what was on free TV. Uh, yeah, man, I, I'm all about uh, I, I get to relive my childhood crush of Kelly Kapowski watching her all over again. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if to be uh, disappointed or <laughs> disappointed that you uh, still have a crush on twelve-year-old Kelly Kapowski. Tw- what? Middle school. What? You said middle school. How did no? Uh, Kelly Kapowski was not you. Hold on. You said middle school. Yeah, because one season when they were young in like eighth grade, they were Kelly Kapowski wasn't even there. She didn't come until they went to the high school, bro. I don't, I don't know. What kind of Saved by the Bell? I didn't watch it all the time. Well, because you don't like pretty girls when you're a young man. I don't know. No, because my ass was outside mowing the fucking lawn. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Saturday morning. That's not stereotypical at all. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, y'all, that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That is TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now. Right now. And don't forget to visit our friends over at ACSI.tech and check out their career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. Shout out to our friends at the Some of This and Some of That podcast, uh, Coach Mo and Justice. Uh, their episode seven entitled Church Folks is now available on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to check out the Shine Native Radio podcast, now available on all major platforms. Mike Logic, Ideal, Throw MC, and Words talk about sports, movies, and all types of ill shit. Go check them out right now. Shout out to Ronesh and shout out to Panic for the beats we played on today's show. Check out PanicOnTheBeat.com for all your Bowman merch and gear. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at TrueShyFans on Twitter. That's at TrueCHIFans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DMs with your stirring the pot ideas, your movie recommendations, and of course, tell us what you think of the show. You can also reach us on our email at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 64. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Are you sure I can borrow your charger? No. <laughs> Stay away from my conditioner. <laughs> a few moments later. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture, Lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. Show's over, show's over, show's over. <laughs>